0: Welcome to the AMP Podcast. Here's your host, Shane Michelli. Hey, on today's show, we're going to continue the topic of leadership. It's something that we've been talking about for the last several weeks. Now, after the last show, I had a lot of people reach out uh, via email and direct message and share their best practices and some things that they've done. And and that's actually, that's, that's great because as I mentioned, these are, those were just things that I had identified, but clearly I don't, I don't have the market cornered on leadership and I love to be able to continue to learn from other people. But one of those emails or one of those messages, which turned into a phone call really kind of Set the tone for today's podcast, and that's going all the way back to the basics and the principles of leadership. It was from a young person who's going to be graduating from college this semester. It's it's actually a friend of mine's child, and they wanted to they wanted me to answer the question what what leadership was. They said we hear you talk about it, we hear other people talk about it, but if I were to ask you to define leadership, what what do you what do you mean? And I thought that was a great question because. Everyone will define leadership a little bit differently. Obviously, if you go to the dictionary, I can say Webster says leadership is blah, blah, blah. But as a leader, it means different things to different people. And so I thought that was a great question. And it's one that I'm going to dig into. Uh, So this is a very kind of an elementary chain view of what leadership is. And and this is not only through uh, kind of my eyes, but also the eyes of those that have I've been around and watched as leaders. So kind of jo- jumping directly into that, I'll start out by saying, the one, what is leadership? Well, the first thing is what leadership is not. Leadership is not a skill. It's an influence. So it's not that you're that good at something. It's not, about, it's not about the thing that you're good at. It's about your ability to influence others, to be the leader, to get people to see that you bring value to the process so that they want to follow you. So you can't look at leadership as something you do other well. Like it's not, it's not I'm, I'm really good at X, therefore people want to follow me. Now that, that can be part of it, but you, you can't do things well enough that you're going to get people to want to follow you. It's all about how much influence you have. The next thing is, and this is an important one, leadership isn't an event, it's consistency. So you can't just do something one time and expect to just earn everybody's trust and respect and, and they want to follow you. It's about being consistent. And there's some principles that we'll get into that kind of open that one up a little bit, but it's, it, it, you know, too often, you know, it's not a, we, we look at things and we say, well, I did this. Well, no, it's not about that. It's what you do every single day. So if you're, if you're a leader of a nonprofit, if you're a leader of a business unit, if you're a, even a leader of your family, it's not about taking them to Disney World. It's about how you do life with them every single day. It's about consistency. The next one was one that was really difficult for me to grasp as I was a young leader. And that's leadership isn't about the leader. It's about the people. So, you know, it's it's about accomplish, being accomplishment focused and not accolade focused. So if you're a leader who's hoping to lead people so that somebody can recognize you, then you've you really missed the mark because it's about what you can accomplish with people because then the people become the, the, the object and they become what is celebrated. So you get the accomplishment and the people get the accolades. It's not about the leader pulling those accolades away. So that's, and you know, that's one that is, you know, it's hard Especially if you're young and you, and you know what it took you to get somewhere, you, you, you want to celebrate a little bit on your own. And, and, that's, and that's normal. But again, you have to go beyond that and, and, and make sure that you're not, you're not leading just to get people to tell you how awesome you are. Now, at the core of all of this, when you're leading people, you have to develop a relationship with people. And a relationship is different than a friendship. So, yes, you can be friends, too, but, but on this piece, this relationship is you understand the nuances of that person. So you understand what they respond well to, what they don't respond well to, what they're strong at, what they're weak at, so that you make sure that you help them identify their blind spots, you help them make sure they're not caught off guard by their blind spots, but you give them the tools to be successful on a day-in and day-out basis. See, as a leader, you want if people want to follow you, if people want to be influenced by you, you kind of did your job. So people want to follow and be influenced by those that by by people that they think are purposeful. Because when they think you're purposeful, then they they allow their guard to be dropped. They want to follow you. They want to know. And and the word influence has become so corrupted because we, we use it for everybody on social media who thinks that people care about what they're saying. Like me, I'm giving you a podcast. I think you care what I'm saying. But if we were in a situation where I'm leading you or influencing you, you, you think that I'm being purposeful, you're going to want to follow me. So that's that's a big piece. If people want to follow you and they want to be influenced, then you've really won the battle. People look to you to have the answers. So use that to your advantage, but be careful when you do that because you want to make sure that you do have the answers. Being the leader doesn't give you the right to be right, but it does give you the right to go find the correct answer. And it does give you the right to bring people together and collaborate. So just be careful. People will look to you for the answers, but that doesn't mean you get to make them up. Make sure that when people turn to you, that you understand the the magnitude of that and that you don't disappoint them or you don't take advantage of that. The next thing that's core is people are energized by passion and they're held accountable by their convictions. So if you, if, you, if you let your convictions set your target, then your, the passion your passion will be your fuel. So if you're convicted about something, you're going to be passionate about it. So that passion is going to be what fuels you, and people will notice that. Because if you're not convicted about something, then you're probably not passionate about accomplishing it, and therefore it just becomes blasé, blasé. Let your conviction set the target. Your passion will be the fuel. People will see that, and they're going to want to go along for the journey, even if they're not passionate about it, even if they're not convicted over it. They're going to go along and help you. Also, look for things and places where people are convicted, and if it's aligned with your goals, let them Move forward and pursue that. Let their passion be their fuel. Because, see, the thing about you have to understand is when you're leading people, the only role you have is that of the spark. You can only be their spark. You can't be their fire. Because if you're their fire, then you're not leading them. You're carrying them. So help to identify what their convictions are, what their passions are, Be the spark that ignites that fire so that they can power on. Now, all of this that I just talked about, you know, it's about people watching your passion and your energy and they want to be influenced. It all really comes back down to this core of this relationship, which is trust. And if there's no trust, there can be no leadership. People are not following people that they can't trust. Now, if they get paid, they may do it. You know, you may think they're following you, but they're just they're just working to get a check. Now, what is trust? So there is a definition and this is this goes back to some of my academic studies. And and this was the definition that came out of trust. The willingness to be vulnerable to the discretionary actions of another party while relinquishing your influence on the outcome. A lot of words. But what that's saying is you're willing to let someone else make a decision about something that's very important to you and you have no influence on it. That is a very difficult thing to do. So how do you create that kind of trust? You have to understand that trust is built it's, and, and it's earned. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not a one event thing. Remember, we go back to the very beginning. It's not, It's not an event. It's about consistency when you're trying to build trust with people what you're building trust around or what you're trying to accomplish the outcome has to matter it has to be important to them because if the outcome if it's not important to them then you know they may just follow you and if it went if you if you accomplish it great if you don't great it's not important to them it doesn't matter if the outcome matters and and you get and you achieve then they're going to trust you for that Now, this next one is is probably the most critical of anything I'm going to say. Don't say things you can't deliver on. If you want to destroy trust, that is the fastest way to do it, is to say things that you can't live up to. Because here's what you need to understand about trust. When you do what you say, you're building trust, but it's a building process. So it will take consistency to earn that trust. But if you miss the mark one time, you, you can destroy it. So you can do the right thing multiple times and you're just building trust, you haven't built it completely. But if you, if, if you do it one time and you miss that mark or you betray that trust, just that one time, that's not part of the building process. That's a destruction of the building process, and you will go back to square one. So don't say things you can't live up to. That's the fastest way to destroy trust, and and I don't need to say any more about that. The next thing is you want to create opportunities to build trust. People will notice if you do what you say you're going to do. So look for opportunities, especially going back to things that the outcome must matter, that matters overall, that's value-add. If it's an organization that makes you get closer to your goals, and people are going to see, did you accomplish what you set out to accomplish? Did the did the team win? While you're in that process, people are going to notice if you... We've all heard of practice what you preach. People are going to notice if you preach what you practice. So it's not th- that... What that means, the difference between practice what you preach and preach what you practice... It's practice what you preach means if I say something today, you're going to look at me tomorrow and see if I did what I said I was going to do. That's practicing what I preach. If I, if I say it the other way, people are going to notice if you preach what you practice, then that means they're listening to you. And instead of looking forward, they're looking in reverse and they're looking backwards to see if you've done what you said you were going to do, or you have, if you have done what you say you've done. So that's the difference. So you may say, today's a clean slate. I'm going to practice what I preach going forward. They're looking at it, preach what you practice. So they're saying, wait a minute, here's what he said, but look at what he's done. Look at his track record. So again, the next thing as we continue to go through there is, you know, when you, when you earn somebody's trust, well, let's look at it like driving a car. You know, you earn somebody's trust to get in a car and go somewhere with you. So now they're, now they're trusting you, not just from driving the car. They trust you know where you're going to go. So there's a multitude of trust. So once you start earning that trust, then they will become vulnerable to you throughout the process. Make sure you respect that. Acknowledge that. Thank them for that. As as that continues, then this goes back to one of the best practices from last week I had talked about that I got this was actually a principle I uh, got from Lowe's when I was with Lowe's. When you see it, say it. And that's whether it's a desirable or undesirable behavior. If it's desirable behavior, be be validating. If it's undesirable, do it constructively and tactfully, but be corrective. Never let correction feel like judgment. Because if you, if you um, appear to be judging, or you, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you, you're only going to get so many chances. If I feel like you were really honestly concerned about the outcome and therefore you're correcting me to make it better, then, then I'm going to be willing to listen. If I feel like you're judging me, then I'm going to be less likely. And again, when you look at these two things about being validating and being corrective, it's important to remember you're not likely to build a fan base with one praise or one validation, but one misplaced or mishandled correction can disengage someone forever. So, how you use praise and correction will impact outcomes, not only for that particular event, but potentially forever and ever and ever and ever. The last thing is share your wisdom, but don't do it from a a self-righteous perspective. Now, we know that wisdom, I, I always uh, used to say wisdom is knowledge that's been beat up. So knowledge is knowing something. Wisdom is, is the application of knowledge and the experience that leads to the outcome. So when you apply knowledge, That equals experience. Experience will equal wisdom. So it's knowledge, experience, wisdom. You earn wisdom. Wisdom is not something that you're going to be given. So people are interested in your wisdom. But but again, don't be self-righteous about it. You get knowledge from a book. You get wisdom from experience. So again, these are the things, these are just my views on what leadership is and how you can lead people. And, you know, there's de- there's definitely more more pieces and parts that we can get into. I have this whole, the 10 L's of leadership. And, you know, maybe I'll jump into that um, in the next podcast. But, you know, it's it really is about your principles. Be consistent, show your passion and convictions, develop your influence, build trust, culture, relationships, share your wisdom, validate those around you. So, love to hear from you. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? I mean, obviously, there's 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 you can have opinions, but nothing I said, I don't think can be disagreed with because this is at the very root of leadership. These are core principles. So it was a great question. It was a it was a it was a great conversation with this young person because they just wanted to know as they go into the workforce. They want to, at some point in their life, be a leader, but they want to be led. So when they want to choose their mentor, they, they wanted to know, what should I be looking for? What are some areas that I can find that can, can, can help me get where I want to go? So again, here it is. Leadership isn't a skill. It's an influence. Leadership isn't an event. It's consistency. Leadership isn't about the leader. It's about the people. Leadership is not accolade-focused. It's accomplishment-focused. So those are all the things that you need to remember about being a leader. So hopefully this wasn't too simple and too elementary. Um, If it was, apologize. Next week we'll get a little bit deeper. But I just really wanted to go back because I thought that was such a great question. And it was something that really made me contemplate, you know, am I still true to how I've always defined being a leader? So I hope you have a great week and we look forward to talking to you again next week.